This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 557, How to Deal with a Failed Project, by Carl Stabe of digtofly.com. And I'm Dan, I am your host and narrator, and I'm here every single day to help you optimize your business life. And as always, if you have any topic requests, any ideas for future shows, share those with us at oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com. And now let's jump right into it as we optimize your life. How to Deal with a Failed Project by Carl Stabe of digtofly.com. A failed project can punch the motivation out of the most resilient person. The greatest people have to go through failure. Seth Godin, the marketing master, loves writing about his failures. To get where you want to go, you need to fail. You have to do it bigger and bigger each time. You know this is part of a career. The hard part is dealing with your emotions so you don't get too down. Emotional traps. I was recently handed three setbacks in one day. A big-time blogger sent me a what the heck are you doing email. A big-time company that I thought was interested in sponsoring my happy-at-work action day declined my proposal, and I was scheduled to do a conference call that would give me more clout. Each one was a lock. At least, I thought they were. All of them fell apart. I fell apart, too. I sulked in my home office while trying to piece myself back together. Usually, I can recover quickly, but my expectations were too entrenched. The results were a big, wet slap in the face you know, one of those stinging pains that doesn't want to go away, because it's more than just the rejection. Most of us rely on hope so much that we let our attachments get the better of us. You need to find a way to separate from the pain so you can let the hurt go piece by piece. One, relax with your thoughts and emotions. Two, understand why you were so attached to a certain outcome. Three, share your feelings. Four, create plan AA and AAA. Five, test out your plans. And six, appreciate your passion. You just need to create a method that allows you to process and move on. One, relax with your thoughts and emotions. Your most pressing need when dealing with a failed project is your mental state. Your thoughts determine how you feel. If you can't let them go, then you'll be in pain for a very long time. You need to find a way to relax with your thoughts and emotions. I like to do this by going for a walk, meditating, practicing yoga, and writing a list of everything that is going on within me. This may take a few hours or a few days, depending on the situation. You need to do an emotional dump, trying to let everything go. You'll notice yourself feeling better by noticing increasingly more positive emotions. Two, understand why you were so attached to a certain outcome. Any project has a reason for being. Even making yourself some toast and jelly is a simple and great action. The thing is, the failure rate is low. The more detailed the project, the more chances for failure. Figuring out why you were attached to the outcome is pretty easy to understand. Whether you are writing a book or a computer program, you are trying to influence others and make money in the process. If this project fails, you feel like a failure. It's this attachment that causes the pain. Please take note of this because you don't want to keep repeating the same mistake. Three, share your feelings. The reason I didn't want you to share your feelings in the first step is because most of the time it's all complaining. It only reinforces your negative view of yourself. Once you can do step one and two, you can then talk to someone objectively about how you feel. Explain to this trusted friend what happened and begin to formulate a plan of action. Four, create plan A, AA, 
and AAA. Creating three plans is what I recommend to get started on building momentum. I like to call the three plans A, AA, and AAA. I don't like to think of the next plan of action to be A, B, or C, because you are building on top of your original plan. You may want to dump your original idea, but first figure out if you can make it better. Create plans that will make your project even stronger. Five, try out your plans. This is the step where most people fall flat. They want to take action, but they're still attached to their emotional baggage. If this is the case, then go back to step one and complete the process and don't move on until you're ready. Many people also fail to make strong enough plans that they believe in. They try to get their energy back up, but they can't because they are still reeling from the first failure. Once again, go back to step one and don't move on until you're ready. When you have created a plan that you can get behind, your action should come naturally. You shouldn't have to force yourself to be motivated. And six, appreciate your passion. The reason you took the failure so hard is because you are passionate. This is a good trait in moderation, but you need to find an emotional middle ground that allows you to keep trying new angles until you succeed. Quote, it's not that I'm so smart, it's just that I stay with problems longer. End quote. Albert Einstein. You have superpowers within you. You just need to keep linking your creativity to that slightly better idea. Eventually, you'll get the results that you desire. Wrap up. You've heard that the fun is in the journey, not in the destination. We all know this, but it's hard to accept. The only way to really understand this concept is to take mental notes as you deal with both. I've noticed that I'm much happier creating than I am with enjoying the finished project. This took me a long time to accept, but by accepting this fact, I'm much more relaxed when I work on a project. There is no need to rush through, make mistakes, and beat myself up. You just listened to the post titled How to Deal with a Failed Project by Carl Stabe of digtofly.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thank you to Carl, and uh, let me tell you a little bit about him. Carl helps entrepreneurs understand their struggles and turn them into stepping stones. In 2010, he was diagnosed with testicular cancer and then was laid off from his job in 2011. And while those were, of course, very difficult situations, he calls them blessings in disguise now. Since then, he stopped doing work that doesn't fit with his passions and instead now focuses on things he truly cares about. He's the author of the book, Bring Gratitude, and he's got a lot to offer on his site, so come by digtofly.com for a lot more, and I have that linked in this episode's description for you. And by the way, dig to fly means dig deep to fly high. He also has a podcast, which you can find uh, wherever you get your audio. It's called the Dig to Fly Podcast. 
But that's it for another edition of Optimal Startup Daily. Hope you have a great day and I'll be back again with you tomorrow for the Monday show where your optimal life awaits.